Oh my goodness. Hey, Queen. You're listening to the official Hype Girl podcast with me as your host, Aaliyah Jade. I'm a girl obsessed with hyping people up. And let's be honest, life can be tough, but girlfriends are tougher. And when you forget just how amazing you are, I'll be right here to remind you. Not only will I give you energy, I'm going to keep it real while we fight those intermediate girls with tips, tricks, and tools to get out of your own way. Let's navigate this crazy world together, go after the lives we want, and find all of the rainbows through life's thunderstorms. If you're ready for some real talk and a whole lot of hype, then let's freaking go! What is up, my beautiful and good people? How are y'all living today? Happy freaking Monday. If you're listening to this on a Monday or if you are tuning in on a different day of the week, happy freaking whatever day of the week it is. <laughs> you guys, I just finished listening to So Wagoo by Rizzle or Rizzle Razzle. You know me as Rancy Pants. I am a huge fan of the show Big Brother. And there was a guy on there named Zach Rance, season 16, also goes by Rancy Pants on Twitter, but I think he deleted that. I don't know. Um, but he made a song. It is terrible, but it is so catchy and so fun um, called So Wagyu. So it is added to the official Hype Girl playlist on Spotify. So if you guys ever get a chance, if you want to be hyped up, if you want to listen to the songs that I was listening to before I record these or the songs that really get our guests into really good moods and and hype them up too. Go check out the playlist on Spotify. It's called the official Hype Girl podcast playlist, I think. We, I will get you the link in the show notes, so make sure to go check that out. But you guys, we are officially two weeks into the year. And you know what? Here are the facts. I'm going to show you the car facts. Most people have given up on their New Year's resolutions already. You know, most people saw the first two weeks come and go, and they either didn't stick to their goals, so they said it's not worth it, or they made a little progress and realized how much work they really needed to put in to see results, and they weren't committed, or they started to doubt themselves, and they let the doubt win. You know, there's a statistic out there that I saw. I think it was um, maybe statistics for 2020 or 20. It could have been the early 2021, but nearly two thirds of people. I want to say it was 64%. 64% of people give up on their New Year's resolutions within the first month with 50% of people giving up within the first two weeks. You guys, that's insane. I want you to be a part of the one third, the one third of people that make it to February, People that make it past February, I want to say it's like one-sixth maybe. It's it's not a lot. a lot. You are among the elite. If you are still chasing after goals that you set for the new year after February. And I, I want to talk about goal setting, but also goal getting. Like I want you to actually reach your goals. Like This podcast is about going after the things that you want in life, going after the life that you want. And, you know, we've gone through the first two weeks of 2022, but you're not giving up now, right? I I made this post on Instagram, which I thought was really cool, saying if someone gave you $52 and you somehow lost two of those dollars and you're left with 50, you're not just going to throw away the other 50 because you lost two, right? That's the same thing with a full year, your new New Year's resolutions. You were given 52 weeks out of this year. And if those first two weeks, since they've already come and gone, if they, they weren't successful for you or you didn't see progress or they didn't go the way that you planned or you didn't make any part of your goals like it happened, you're not going to throw away the other 50 weeks just because two weeks didn't go as you wanted or you didn't make it to the gym as many times as you wanted or you didn't read as many pages in a book that you wanted. 
You're not going to give that up. You're not just going to throw away $50. So let's not throw away those 50 weeks, okay? But how, right? Like, okay, Aaliyah, that sounds amazing, but how? How do I not just give up? How do I not just throw away the next 50 weeks? How do I make it to February to be a part of the one-third? If you're listening to this in, let's say, like October, how do you make the most of the next 9 to 12 weeks, right? So let's talk about a couple of things that you can do, actually a few things that you can do in order to get there, right? So it's not just goal set. It is goal getting, but the first thing you have to do is set those goals. You have to plan for it. So the first thing is set smart goals, but also dream big. And I know you've probably heard about smart goals before that they have to be specific. They have to be measurable. They have to be attainable. They need to be realistic and they need to have some type of timeline or a deadline for you to reach. I know that you've heard this before. If you're someone listening to the official Hype Girl podcast, you are someone who has heard of smart goals before. I want you to make them, but I also want you to be slightly unrealistic. I want you to dream big. I think we often underestimate what we're capable of. I think we often sell ourselves short. I think we doubt ourselves a lot and we play small and I know for me, I'm actually the opposite. I dream way big (laughs) all the time. And sometimes I I make them super unrealistic, but that's just because I have like this whole bunch of like hope and belief in myself. The problem with me is an execution problem. And I know that I'm not perfect. You guys, it's awesome to learn things. It's awesome to plan, but you also got to put in some action and we'll talk about action in a second, but I want you to, you have that. I know there's a huge population that is not like me who doesn't dream big. They think they're only capable of so much, so, which is really so little. And they put themselves in this box and I want you to think outside the box. I want you to actually go after the life that you want, not the life that you think you're supposed to have. In order to set these smart goals, I also want you to kind of make a vision board of those goals that you set, right? And I want you to look at it every single day. I also made a post, I want to say it was a reel, on Instagram that had a couple of tips to do this. It was my, I think it was my vision board um, for 2022. Oh no, it was one that said like, you know, it may get a little bigger, it may not, it may stay the same, but you know what? Regardless, we are totally prepared with our goals, right? So create a vision board, have something visual that you can look at every day, something to remind you of what you set your heart out to do and accomplish in the year 2022. You can have a five-year vision board. It doesn't have to be just for 2022, but a a, a vision board that that helps you set on the path that you want to go, the direction that you're trying to get to, right? Or the, the path that you're trying to pave for yourself. The second thing that we should do in order to get after these goals is to reverse engineer. Again, if you are someone listening to the official Hype Girl podcast, I don't think you're a stranger to reverse engineering. What that is, is essentially taking big goals that you have because we are dreaming big, right? And breaking them down into bite-sized chunks, you know, make them a little bit more attainable over time. That is setting a smart goal. So if you have this big goal like I have of reading 52 books in a year that is one book a week that is reverse engineering so what I've already done for the first six months of this year I've planned out what books I'm reading all 24 25 whatever it looks like and I have a deadline every single Saturday I need to finish one book am I on track no I am not I have not even finished my first book and we are already two weeks into the year but I'm very close and the thing is I'm never going to dilute that goal. My goal is still going to be 52 books in a year, even if I'm off schedule, which I am. Instead of diluting my goal, which a lot of us tend to do is like, oh my goodness, two weeks have gone by and I wanted to do 
four workouts a week and I've only done two or whatever, uh, maybe I should just stick to two workouts or three workouts a week and not like push myself. No, you don't dilute the goal. You up level your efforts. So for me, it's just taking some time, which I'll talk about also in a second, a reflection of saying like, hey, these first two weeks went by. I haven't reached my goal. What has been the error in my judgment? What has been the, the cause of my downfall in this area? How can I improve, right? And so instead of saying like, oh, I can never do 52 books. I can only do 50 books now, or I can only do 40 books. No, it's like, okay, this is where I fell short. This is how I need to up level. Like I'm going to finish this book by this time. The second book is going to get done within this third week instead of the second week. And then that last week, maybe I'm going to catch up. Like maybe that is my form of accountability. Like maybe this first book was like, I need to read 40 pages a day, but then the next book is reading 30 pages a day. Maybe in order to catch up, I need to read about 35, you know, or meet somewhere in the middle, or maybe it's like, okay, maybe I need to have a day where I just set a good chunk of time to read and uh, and catch up a little bit more than what I was doing, right? Up level my efforts. And then, and do a daily check-in of those goals that we set, those SMART goals and those goals that we reverse engineer. I have this amazing planner called the Daily Grind Planner absolutely incredible and what it does is it helps you um once you set you set 10 goals for yourself for the month and then every single day you are checking in on those goals you write down every single day what those goals are and then what you need to do that specific day to make progress on those goals and it doesn't have to be anything crazy big it can be the smallest thing so one of my goals is to do a daily devotion you know what i do every single day every single morning or at least i try to read my devotion. And my daily to-do is daily devotion first thing in the morning. That's all it says. It doesn't have to be something like, okay, well, if I'm going to do a daily devotion, I need to read 50 um, devotions. I need to spend an hour with God. Like, no, it doesn't have to be like that. One of the goals that I have for the month of January is also this podcast. I want to put out five episodes. So that is every single week in January. But I also want to ask five guests to be on my show. And what that comes down to some days it's like planning out topics or researching people that I want who do I think would be a good fit for the podcast to share their journey on my page and for me us to have a conversation with who is someone that I might get along with do I need to have men women who is going to be best to talk about that specific topic but I also need to plan those topics so being able to check in daily with my goal and saying hey today I'm gonna plan out this February episode what is the topic Okay, this week I'm going to plan out who would be a really good guest. And sometimes I don't get to those tasks. But the cool thing is once you've checked in, like you've looked at it, you pick three of those tasks or three movers for the day. And like those are the three that you are going to get done no matter what. So you know you've made progress, but you've also made an outline for yourself for the other goals that you have on your list. So Again, never dilute that goal, up level your efforts, reverse engineer so that you can get there. Another thing that we need to do in order to get to these goals and and obtain them is see failure as part of the process. The faster you fail, the quicker you are to finding success. And I know, again, we've heard this time and time again, failure is a part of the process. Fail forward, right? Learn from your mistakes. This year, I really want to do more uncomfortable things, and that means more failure. Because oftentimes, we run away from failure. We run away because we're fearful that we will fail um, at new things, right? And we're not going to be perfect at new things. That's the point of them being new and something we've never tried before. But something really cool 
and I've been reading this in my personal development. So before the year ended, I um, read 12-week year. And as this year starts, the first book I'm reading is The Slight Edge. And I've read it before, but I really wanted to read it again. Um, and it talks about failing forward. And it talks about how as we were babies and learning to walk, we had to crawl before we walked. But we failed time and time and time and time and time and time and time again. But that didn't stop us. So now that we've been influenced by the world, by our up bringing by TV, by school, by our parents, by our friends and siblings and everything around us has shaped us and we've heard so many more negatives than positives in our life and our thoughts are more negative than positive no matter how positive you are. I promise you there's a lot more negative and it's insane the impact that it has on you. But because of that downward draw, because of gravity really, we don't believe that we can do things or we fear failure. We fear rejection. We fear just not being good enough. We fear so much that we shouldn't fear because it's a part of the process of growth. It is part of the process of becoming a better version of yourself. But the part of failing forward means that you need to take action, right? So we did plan. We set those smart goals. We did reverse engineer, but we now we need to take action and we need to recognize the fact that we are going to fail in order to get to our goals. You need to have some accountability for yourself. So share your goal or your vision with someone who will cheer you on, but also check in on you to see how you're doing. I've made this mistake of where I've told my like best friends my goals for my business, which I think it's amazing. I love sharing that with them. I want them to know I'm not just blowing them off for something that I didn't think was important, something that I'm not working towards. I want them to know what my goals are. But the thing is, they're there to cheer me on, but they're not there to check in on me and make sure that I'm hitting that like, hey, how are you? coming on your goal of one star hey how are you coming on your goal with elite what is your business like what are you doing like how are your coaches doing like they don't check in on me like that so I actually have an accountability partner within my business to check in with to say hey this is what I did today this is where I'm trying to go um, and bounce ideas off of one another like hey what do you think I could do to bridge this gap or you know, just having that sense of accountability, owning your own actions and letting people know, hey, this is what I said I wanted to do. This is how I'm going to get there. Am I lining up with what I said I wanted to do? Right. So having someone there. And then the last thing that we should do tactically in order to get after those goals is to reflect and course correct. This is also mentioned in the 12 week, not 12 week year, in the slight edge that we are often always off course. Like 99% of the time we are off course, but in, or, but in order to get to your destination, you don't have to be on course all the time. You just have to be able to course correct. I think about this when I plan out my schedule for the day, I often forget to schedule in like breaks for myself or time to like literally breathe and eat. Um, but I often have to course correct with this like, okay, this ran a little bit longer or um, this didn't go as planned or now I have all this free time. How do I fill it? Right. And so learning to time manage allows me to course correct often. Um, take the time once out of the week, maybe about 30 minutes or so to really reflect on how far you've come and how much progress you've made in your goal figure out what's working, do that more, and then figure out what's not working. Do less of that. Again, bridging the gap, figuring out where your your areas of opportunity are and working on them, using your strengths to strengthen those weaknesses or those areas of opportunity that you have. You're going to be off course to some extent at all times. You just have to correct your course. Now, those are the tactical ways to get after your goals. And maybe all things you've heard before, 
duh, because again, you already know how to achieve your goals. Everything inside of you right now is a, is capable of accomplishing whatever you set out to accomplish. But here are some things to note, and I want to make sure this is evidently clear because it's not always tactical, right? Stop comparing. I heard this in a podcast recently. It's called the the despair of compare or the the, the despair of comparison, but the, the the despair of compare. And that's so true. I do it, you guys. I compare myself all the time. There is no timeline, okay? I want you to get at get that out of your head. You don't need to do things like everyone else. You just need to do you. You need to have your eye on the prize and do small daily habits, having that slight edge because it's either working for you or against you. And I promise you, your small matters. That's the second thing. Your small matters. Set small goals. Small habits done consistently over time lead to big changes. And progress is progress. We are always striving for progress, not for, not for perfection. And the third thing that's non-tactical that we really need to do in order to get after these goals, you got to believe in yourself. You have to. This is essential to getting after those goals. Doubt may creep in. And I know it will. It'll happen. It'll creep in from other people. It'll creep in from yourself. And times when you least expect it. But you've got to shut those voices out and you have to keep going. The reason I want you to dream big is because one, you often underestimate what you're capable of. And two, it's because it's often thought of as crazy before it's done. You know, the big crazy dream that you have, it's thought of as crazy before it's actually accomplished. And you freaking got this. Like I said, you are you already know what you need to do and you have everything inside of you right now in order to accomplish it. Go kill it, queen. I love you. You matter. You are so loved, like a lot, a lot. And keep your head up because you look so good with a smile on your face. I believe in you. Go believe in yourself and go get after your goals. Until next time, bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this episode, let me know by leaving a review or better yet, share it on your Instagram story and tag me so I can personally thank my new bestie. And while we're at it, let's go ahead and set up a date for next time. How does Monday sound? (laughs) Perfect. I'll see you then, girl. Bye.